Can you give while the coffee machine's going? You get the coffee together, and while you're doing all of that, you've heated an email up. And now we're on day 40 of waking and baking. I don't know about you, it's like part of the part of the territory now. This is a bit broken, somebody needs to fix this. Hello, everybody, welcome to Hotbox Show, episode 131, coming to you live and unpredictable from an undisclosed location in Johannesburg with the rest of the crew in small boxes around the screen in places. Hello Joe, hello Dan, hello Buzz. Hey, what's up crew? Good evening. Hello fam. What's up everybody tuning hello, in as well? Right. <laughs> well? Listen, we got some really good junk in the house. Uh, I don't know about you guys, let us know what you're smoking. Um, but yeah, we always got some good stuff to smoke. Today we're smoking a sour gelato. And Duh. Jim's got a special surprise for later. Ooh. If you can, um, can you get me onto the second camera there, please, um, Control? If you can get me onto the desk cam. Dan, I just, um, I've had some fresh frozen Gelato 41 triple bagged and vacuumed in a freezer for nine months. So I decided because I've got so much time on my hands, I would, um, actually do a lockdown run of it and um, it's come out really really nice so um, sorry it's a bit dark because I haven't got the usual Magodis and everything with me tonight but we're gonna we're gonna do a cold start on some of this stuff here I've already did some in the house to make sure it was all right and it's absolutely freaking delicious what butter we got there can you grab me a sour gelatas and there's something nice in the jar so this is a Gelato 41, which we got last year from the UK, which was a hell of an indicary thing. And then um, we've got these hectic little nugs. Oh, no, it's, I haven't got the right sort of exposure on it. Sorry, guys. But we've got these hectic little nugs of um, sour gelato, which is straight from uh, Green Smoke Room. So... I'm going to knock that off. Thank you for the second camera. I'm going to put it on back on in a minute when I do a cold start on it because um, then you can see the action on this cool little pipe. How's it going with all the crew? How's it been this last week? I haven't seen any of you apart from D-Day last Saturday. That was a jewel. Everybody in the same place. for the. No trouble on the roads, anything, Dan, on the way home, anything like that? Yeah. How's it out there? I don't really get to see much. Yeah, I didn't have any trouble on the way home. I thoroughly enjoyed being able to hang out with you guys, even if it was like at a bit of a distance. Um, <laughs> we just have such a good energy together that it, it was, I missed that. Yeah, that's the thing about this hot box format at the moment, just trying to keep the show on the road. The energy levels are quite weird. We're all sort of grilled and doing our thing. Yeah. We've been in the house for days on end. It's hard to sort of stay really spunky and up there and vibed up and in the groove. Yeah. 
So well, I don't know if you guys can hear, but I've got a really loud background going on of Vuvuzelas and cars hooting. It's that seven o'clock um, clap, little clap for really, really nice. Yeah. <laughs> seven o'clock. Yeah. What happens at seven o'clock? Everybody claps for like the the help workers and Everybody essential workers. workers and okay, it's, yeah, it's like a global yeah. seven o'clock everywhere. Things like yeah. that to thank them for yeah. being there for us. You know. Yeah. It's, um, I don't yeah, know, is one it? One guy in our studio takes music and puts it up on his roof. He's put speakers up on his roof and he takes requests from the neighborhood. That's cool. <laughs> like an old concert. <laughs> well, the, the D-Day feed has had, um, it's coming up to 4,000 views all around the place. So it's, it's gone around the houses because people are streaming music everywhere. What else are they going to do? So it's very, exactly. very cool. We went out to the, they all went around the houses. Um, Buzz, your poll for tonight. Because we're sitting on this cusp of every Thursday night in the Hotbox show, we kind of end up in this cusp of what's going to happen next. Because as soon as we drop the signal, the president speaks. I don't know whether there's some sort of synchronicity in it. I'm, I think he's now waiting for us to finish the show before he actually speaks. Yeah. Seems like that anyway. <laughs> It's gone dark. There's a global plan. The global plan, um, and I'm fucked the virus. The virus is not the problem, but really, it's not. Say again, Buzz. So, I was thinking though, so like, either way, tomorrow's lockdown, stage four, whatever, but whatever our real freedom day is. What's the first thing you, you are going to do on your first day of real freedom? You're going to go somewhere, anywhere, just to get out of the house for a bit. You're going to get some takeaways because you're tired of you're tired of thinking of things to cook, or you're still going to play it safe and stay at home for a while, eh? <coughs> That's a very good poll. Um, I'm getting so used to staying at home, I don't give a shit about going out anymore. I'm just going to stay here now. I haven't got the energy. It's too much hassle. But um, we had the thing on D-Day about, we were asking all the band what they'd have as a takeaway. And, in, and Quinn actually came up with a really good um, uh, competition, actually, that a whole bunch of people won seats. But you got a good, the, the poll for tonight then, Buzz, as I believe is, what are you going to do, do when the lockdown finishes? Where are you going to go? Somewhere or anywhere? 
are you going to just go get some fast food or are you just going to stay put and not take any chances? So on Facebook and, in, um, and YouTube right now, there is a live poll. So tell us what you're going to do with your freedom because the way I see it tomorrow at midnight or whenever at midnight when we slip into this next level is the only difference is there is no date this is fucking it and that is the issue that I have with all of it they're just gonna fucking mess with us now for as long as it takes them to spend the 500 fucking billion rand that somebody lent them it's like these fucking fat pigs round a trough now watch am I getting cynical by the way sorry <laughs> no you're Asking the odd question here and there, have you ever have you found anybody anywhere in the world that you know that actually has a um, the, the virus and B smokes loads of weed? Because um, you see on the thread there, I've been watching all day. Bobby Greenash has got a grand up in the mix for anyone to come forward who knows somebody who has it or had it and smokes weed as well. Because I'm sure he's trying to correlate the. Um, Injectable weed doesn't count. Okay, so Chris, no. Yeah. If you're looking at... Ah, <laughs> uh, and Warren's saying SAA I needs to... I don't anybody in South Africa, but I know a friend of ours, we, we all know him, his son uh, in, overseas has got it, and I think he's a weed smoker. Aha. Which country? Mark Emery had it lightly, didn't he? Didn't he no, I think he... Case of it? I'm not sure. No, I think he, he just had the snips smoker. or something. I don't think we can count that one either. Um... Warren's come up with a great idea. Warren, of course, who sneaked in and won the genetics at the D-Day extravaganza by just putting an arbitrary two, three, four, five on the paper to find to win the prize for how many seeds were in the jar. And two, three, four, five was the closest answer we got. That was really funny. Um, Warren says SAA needs to turn the planes into grow-ups now. Dan, yes. have you ever rigged out a jumbo jet for growing? Um, yeah, I have no. Fuck, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really waiting, and I'm willing and able. <laughs> it's got all the AC systems and everything, I guess. Yeah, no, they, 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 they would have plenty of things there. South Africa only. UK guys, they don't have weed. They get CBD-flavoured leaves, Bobby. Just proving a point, guys. He's been looking hard. Yeah, look, we've been talking about it, Bobby, for sure. Um, I'd love to see the correlation in... Um, in say Italy of how many people who died smoked weed or maybe none of them did because now there's I'm watching research in uh, in France where they're saying if you got nicotine on your lungs it protects you from the virus <laughs> has anybody seen any of that oh one yet? Guys, that's because the French people love their cigarettes beyond like life <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well cigarettes are life and death to them yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like every cartoon depicts a Frenchman with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> they, of course, they want cigarettes back more than anyone. Well, you know, I, I firm
believe that that smokers do have a stand a better chance because we've got all this tar in our lungs and um, it doesn't get the virus any anywhere to grab onto. It's like too slippery. <laughs> And that's my theory, and I'm sticking with it. That's a good one. There's, there's such a huge petition, petition online on Facebook for people to join and to get the government to let them to sell cigarettes. Like, fucking billion people have joined it already. It's like unbelievable. You just go and read the comments of some people, what they say and how they're losing their cool with uh, like they're selling cigarettes. And <laughs> it's yeah. quite and our petition, the, the DACA couple, the DACA couple of petitions been running seven years and has 33,000 signatures and all the real addicts get their shit together and put 400,000 fucking petition signatures together. That is addiction, Brew. What you're watching there is one hell of an addiction playing out for that many signatures in that length of time for one common cause. It's a hell of a fucking thing, Nicotine, and I wish them all the best. But hey, we've been running under the radar with our non-addictive fucking weed for as long as we can remember now. So enjoy yourselves, guys. I don't know what to say. It's like, um, welcome to our world. Well, it's, it's more than likely the corruption in our country. But unfortunately, that's the one thing that we always have. We always fall back to. It's more than likely that there is someone getting a back pocket full of money from the legal sale of cigarettes that cannot be easily tra traced and tracked. So basically they're just pushing it further and further to make a couple more million while this is happening. Maybe that's enough. Maybe that's how. This is a very political game they're playing. It is. Well, yeah, but I keep wondering, imagine how that petition would be doing if it got so bad people paid a hundred rand a grand for tobacco. It can't get to that point. Yeah. <laughs> All but right. everything's flipped upside down now. People are learning to grow their own tobacco, you see, and brew their own beer. So uh, it's, it's evolution, guys. We're just going to evolve and adapt to the situation. Uh, no, we're going to protest, and we're going to break down the doors of Parliament, but we're all going to be one and a half metres away from each other with masks on. <laughs> yeah, but they all got smokers' lungs. They can only protest for 50 metres. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tebojo, hello Tebojo from Biomuti. Um, Tebojo and I uh, go, the last time I was out in South Africa before all this happened was a conference in East London and Tebojo was there. So good to see you on the show, man. This is all coming through on uh, Facebook. David Abelson, Ross Dobbs, Ross is in Ireland somewhere. JP Jacobs, hello man, long time. Marlon Murray McGregor, I would like to know about traveling from Joburg to Pretoria. Well, that's completely feasible, mate. So you just get on and you go. But you have to kind of have a reason. And um, I don't know. Um, oh, so I also read this morning on that note that you'll be allowed to move once. Once for the rest of lockdown. So if you're in another province and you want to go stay with your family in KZN, then you can only make that trip once. So you can, I guess, travel, but fuck. Ah, Christ. Well, on, on Monday, I'm going with a legal team to Brits, which means I've got to cross over a border and go <coughs> with, with Craig to Brits Court to support Zanelli, Goga Zanelli. She's back in court with her whole dealing, oh, yeah, the, de the healer dealer thing, you know? So I'm trying to figure out how to do the paperwork for all of that shit at the moment. It's, and then you're not allowed out by eight at 8 o'clock at night. What is going on? 
Anyway, one person, one person who knows all about the cops is our next guest who's hanging around in the wings somewhere. Charles does join the queue and on the back end of join the queue uh, of, of um, WhatsApp, Joe and Charles and I and Myrtle and a couple of others were involved in a group that coordinates the join the queue. And there aren't any um, sort of really petty things going on. But the cops are really t starting to take these massive liberties with people now. So we thought it was about time that we brought Join the Queue back into the mix just to say how's it and how it's going on. Because in amongst all of this, there's still some assholes being cops. they got time to hustle people for weed still. It's just fucking bizarre. So it, are you there, Sean? Yes, I am. I look. Yay! There he is. Good to Hello, see you, man. Sean. How's it going in Cape Town? Hi. How's it going in Cape Town? Have you got Caspers at the end of your street? Uh, yeah, not much happens here. It's very quiet. I'm in Farrow in the suburbs. Okay. Every day is Groundhog Day, pretty much. <laughs> and um, we've been on this, we're just talking about the, the Join the Queue thread of um, how it's so easy to be caught in a shitstorm. Um, you've, just, you've just put up on the Fields of Green for All blog the latest join the queue story and i think we've got a video in the background to play at some point a short video of a roadblock in case unfortunately for them they forgot their license at home now the way i analyze the situation uh, if there's something like that as serious as not having a license on you the cops jump for it and then if they see weed, you know, it's like, uh, it's, it's just a red flag. They jump for it. So they, who, uh, if th these guys didn't have their license on them, if they did have their license on them, I wonder if the police would have treated them the same. And uh, if they had cigarettes and not weed, would that have made a difference? Well, that's what I want to get onto, really. It must be getting pretty nerve-jangling driving around with, like, 200 ciggies in you because I just heard today that... It's 1400 bucks for a carton of 20 ciggies. And that's starting to get... Any, does anybody know what the weight of the tobacco is in one, one cigarette is? What do you reckon it is? What do you reckon the weight of the actual tobacco? One gram. Huh? One gram. A gram. One so gram. that's... So that's one point, 20... Sometimes 1.2, yeah. 20 grams in a packet times 20. So that's... Um, Mathematics. Obviously, with the filter, maybe minus the filter, so it's less than a gram. It's maybe point eight of a gram. All right. So what I'm trying to get at is that literally how much tobacco narcotic is in a carton of twenty packets? What do you reckon? Because if you divide that by fourteen hundred bucks, if you divide. If you All right, hundred and sixty grams, and it's hundred and forty. It's hundred and forty bucks. Less than cannabis. Yeah. So 160 grams of, wheat, of tobacco is 104 is 1,400 rand. So that's like 100 bucks a gram, yeah? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's five rand a gram. It's what? It's five rand a gram. No, it's going to be the same price as street weed. Hang on, if it's 160 grams in a packet, then it's 1,400 yeah, bucks to buy. It's 70 rand a gram. It's nearly, it's just over 70 rand a gram, so it's the same as fucking outdoor. Oh, in the, in the rich areas, maybe outdoor, yeah. Crazy situation. 
So I wonder and if you get. A month ago, we would have laughed if you told us that. It's just a month ago, and look where we are now. Look where we are now. Yes. So, um, so uh, yeah, the, the, the police have a heavy job, Jules. Um, they actually have other things to do. One would want to say they have better things to do. But uh, still busting people for weed is unacceptable in, in this time. And if you, if you don't read the story, these two guys were held up at the police station the entire day, and there, there were no restrictions in place to protect them against any viruses. People weren't wearing masks. They were sent left and right. Um, and in the end, their lawyer got them bailed out. Their court case is in July, and we don't know what will happen next. But the, the bottom line is this should not have happened. Uh, the police shouldn't just stop random cars at this time. They should only stop cars if there's a sign of trouble. I mean, they didn't have a license, but that's a completely separate issue. Uh, you know, this, this should not happen. If we look at the past, there were lots of arrests, and lately there's been less. And now with COVID-19, there's even less, but the big busts remain. And going forward, we, we, we must actually get it into our heads to stop targeting to say that the police are the issue, because they are the symptom. Okay, we're very angry at them, and they shouldn't be doing that, but it's not going to stop if we keep on telling them to stop. Yeah, they're just following... We need to with the government. Yeah. We need to get the law to change, because that's the only way the police will stop. They're just a symptom. They are not the enemy, they are the symptoms. They are no. people that aren't trained to deal with cannabis, and they don't really know what they are doing when it comes to cannabis arrests. But surely they the should... The rest of it is none of no. our business. How they treat other issues, that's for, for, for other activists. But we are fighting for them to leave the cannabis uh, fans alone, the stoners, and whoever else. And that will only come from the top. We go to the top, not to the police. They're on the ground like us. And so, uh, so anybody that's doing a joint, uh, <laughs> but shouldn't the cops be punished for for abusing? Hi, ma'am. That's what I'd like to know. This is my personal stuff. This my personal guns. It's not bought or sell. And they. Hi ma'am, that's what I'd like to know. This is my personal stuff, this. My personal guns, it's not bought or sell. And they... I don't worry, you can take a video. What can apply to you? What, what can apply to the Africans? It's also going to apply to Yes ma'am. I know, ma'am. Yes, weed all over. It's just trying to, just to get through all of this shit. The video that you've just been seeing on the thread is them um, <coughs> in Cape Town, and it is police basically saying, "Get out of the car, or you're in deep shit." There are new. You you can talk about your human rights as much as you like at that point. Uh, they're not going to buy it. And I don't know whether you noticed on that video that the weed was on the roof of the. Hi, ma'am. That's what I'd like to know. This is my personal stuff. This. Personal guns, it's not bought or sell. And they. I don't worry, you can take a video. What can apply to you? What, what can apply to the Africans? Yes, ma'am. I know, ma'am.
Uh, and I have to say that in this time, I really have to praise our lawyers. And the lawyer that helped us that day is not even somebody that I've dealt with before, but I managed to find him on the internet. And he got the guys out. He, he, they paid bail, and they didn't get their flowers back. But their court case is coming up in July, and by the, if you look at what has been happening lately, that case will just get postponed or thrown out, really. I, I can't see... These guys did nothing wrong. They really did nothing wrong. They had weed on them. And those so cops yeah, they might be fine yeah. for not having a driver's license, but that's, that's not the issue. Pretty fucked up, eh? It's just... It's just absolutely incredible. So, um, uh, what's your... Um, there is actually a case lodged and they have to appear. There is a docket opened, yeah? Yeah. That's madness. Yeah, and they got a lawyer. But, uh, you know, uh, two years ago before the privacy judgment, uh, if you got bust, it was quite easy on the civil level to get yourself out of there without a lawyer. But today, even before COVID, if you got bust, you need a lawyer because it's always a complicated situation and the police don't let go. Uh, and nobody since the privacy judgment even, nobody has taken the cost on. Not a single person who's got bust put money up and paid a lawyer and took the cost on. N nobody has enough money or guts, or I don't know what it is. Um, maybe people with we don't have a lot of money, but nobody has taken the cost on. Alright. Uh, will that help? It's the other question. Um, I actually don't think it will make that much difference. Like I said before, we should go to the top and treat well, maybe we can't do a thing while we've got the next 10 years under fascist martial law, but we'll have to see. Shah, where can everyone get hold of you, man? If, if shit goes down, where, where are you? Where's the hotline? Before you go, we're going to get on to the next guest okay, in a minute. I, I yeah, I must just say I'm not a lawyer, so I'm probably just going to refer you to a lawyer. But the, the big thing that I do is when people report busts to me, is I tell them to know their rights. Because if you're going to appear again in court, and if you're going to carry on dealing with the cops, you must know your rights. If you don't know your rights, you get abused. Because you believe everything they tell you, and they don't just tell you the truth. They tell you anything they can suck out of their thumbs. So know your rights, people, and be polite, but, but know your rights. If you don't know your rights, you're in serious trouble. All right, man. Well, it's always cool to catch up with you. It's a real shame that you weren't locked down in Joburg with us because uh, you spend a lot of time up at Fields of Green here and the dogs miss you, bro. The dogs are wondering where Charles is all the time. <laughs> so, Lee, I am... Um... I miss you guys too. I'm, I'm... Cheers, Charles. I'm sure when all of this is over, we'll get together again. Um, thank you for the update, Charles. I'm sure you'll be listening to the rest of it. Um... Keep the fire burning down there. And thanks for all the work you do on that crazy hotline of yours. Well, being arrested at a time like this must be absolutely crazy. <laughs> Damn it. Um, a, lot of people, a lot of the cops have pulled away, but, but at a roadblock now, anything could happen. So, um, I don't know. I'm not carrying any weed around at the moment. I'm just, I've literally been out... Uh, Buzz holds the world record for not going out. I'm the second world record holder of not going out. And uh, Myrtle, Myrtle's a close third. I went out for the second time today to, to, um, to deliver food and stuff to, to staff that aren't here, to employees that are sitting the other side of the location, not 
working because they're not allowed to. So I don't know how long that's going to go on. Anyway, good to hear from Charles. Uh, Buzz, I wonder would you mind would you mind telling everybody what the poll is again, please? Sure thing. Uh, so, guys, this week's poll is: What are you going to do on your first day of freedom? Are you going to go somewhere, anywhere, just to get out of the house? Are you going to go get some takeaways because you're tired of fucking cooking? Or are you going to play it safe and still stay at home? Nice one. Well, I'm going for a walk. I've planned my outfit. I've planned my route. I am going for a walk at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I live on a big plot. I'm, I'm blessed in that way. I've got a piece of land that stretches 100 meters, so exercise is not the issue. I walk around all day very, very blazed off that aforementioned dab nail first in the thing in the morning, and I'm always trained having to go back to where I was to find out what I was doing there in the first place because by 10 o'clock in the morning I'm quite grilled by then. I've got like eight tabs open in my head and I'm getting around to all of it at the same time. Tabs open in your head. <laughs> I hate that problem. Uh, it's, how I, it's actually how I do it on the plot all the time. How are we doing here? Spike or haunt? You can't even carry tobacco. You can't even carry tobacco. Said so now, if you had 20 cartons of cigarettes, you're not allowed to smoke them even if you have them. Yeah. You can only smoke them at home. Fuck me. Because they're endangering other people. So. I don't bother taking cigarettes if I go out. I just leave them at home. Yeah, there, Chris has got a whole story. Just carry cannabis oil and just do a microdose on that. Um, yeah, look, if you get. That's a good way of doing it. It's difficult to sort of dose yourself and get an immediate effect. It's like a slow release you got to really know what you're doing um ras warren is out there dab and dog 7 10 a.m yeah, there you go show 7 10 a.m dab and dog <laughs> sounds like a plan actually <coughs> so have we got uh, somerset west in the house there i see in the thing there's andy in the in a little box on zoom is that the man himself <laughs> How's it going, guys? <laughs> Andy, good to see you, man. Good to see hey, your face. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good, So I'm like trying to watch the show and be on, be on the, the Zoom at the same time. It's way too confusing. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a 10, 15 second delay on it. So, um, yeah. are you all alone there? Are you locked down by yourself, man? How's it going with you? Yeah, we locked down. Um, it was obviously just some... some Zoom tricks, uh, unfortunately, couldn't be at the studio, so I'm in my home office. <laughs> um, lockdown, yeah, okay, sounds just the same. It's quiet and quiet and cold and, and a little bit slow and a little bit locked down, unfortunately. Uh, same as the rest of us. Um, so, but you're still managing to get a show out every week, I notice, and I do it, and I notice that it is gaining popularity, so you're working at it.
of the of the yeah and now I'm starting to I was like oh shit I'm not going to go full nervous now you know but competition Hell of a thing, eh? it's quite a it's quite a list. We, we, um, there was one sidebar that we, we noticed. John Beat in Barcelona said one of the people who were put on that list actually took his name off that list because there wasn't enough women on the list. He's the celeb, Mister. He's um, Stephen Bloom from Celeb Stoner. Uh, he's the editor at Celeb Stoner. So he actually this week put a list of 500. Uh, in fact, I think it's 700 women that should be on a weed list. And Myrtle made it. 700 women in weed. So she's on the list of the women in weed. So it's just kind of it's just kind of another list, really. But it, it's very very cool. We're very chuffed, and it's opened up tons and tons of um, conversations about it. 100%. It's nice just to see that South Africa's on the map. You know, it's 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 been a while when we've been you know behind the rest of the the playing field, and and you know it's nice to see that we're making headway and, and getting some names on the on the border in some way. Oh, culturally, we just have something unique, eh? Like. And so and um, Tony, of course, Tony Budden's on the list, and quite rightly so. He's quite an ambassador. Wherever you go in the world, people know Tony Budden. I think, did you guys say there was a third one as well? Well, that's Myrtle and I. That's Myrtle and I. There's two, there's three, uh, three South Africans. Oh, a, a couple and a yeah, single. <laughs> have you had, have you had Tony on the show before, Andy? No, no, not, uh, I think he was down in Cape Town. We had, we had the pleasure to meet, but not on the show as of yet. I think it'll be a cool idea though. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, everyone's so so incredibly accessible on Zoom and nobody can say, sorry, bro, I'm busy. <laughs> and he's so easy to talk to as well. Yeah, I know, extremely pleasurable. He's an amazing human, yeah. No, we, no, we, we at his talk at the, one of the craft canvas sessions um, at Cape Town Town Hall. I think he gave a talk there and it was, it was also one of the, the ones that we sort of highlighted as you can get to yeah, see yeah. all your friends are you actually visiting people are you going out and hanging out or is anybody coming to you to how do you do the show is it all kind of like this yeah it's, it's all um <coughs> we're just doing it uh, just like this uh, just on zoom um we've had like one or two guests so, i mean the technical side obviously with people's internet and things you know we've got to factor those in but yeah so far we've been It's weird shit doing a show on Zoom, isn't it? The energy level is totally different. Look at everybody on this screen in their little boxes, kind of waiting for a moment to get in on themselves. It's 
It's the weirdest shit. We should be sat on the couch howling with laughter and passing <laughs> around a bat. Right. Mm -hmm. At what level do you think we'll be allowed to do that? Cops been in. Do you know uh, how have the cops been down there, Andy? Do you know anything about anybody, any any of your friends getting busted? What's it like currying shit around? Is there is there generally a weed market? Because you can ask anybody up in Joburg, there's weed everywhere. There's weed going around. People are getting weed to each other somehow. It's going on. That's the thing. It's, it's not really stopped much. Um, it, I mean, with it is a weird dynamic. Uh, like our, we, we have an essential service certificate that says marijuana FSA on it, which I, you know, I thought attracted quite a bit of attention to, to all of our parcels that we had to send out. But I mean, <laughs> in terms of, you know, cops and busts and things like that, I mean, pulled over running errands about five or six times, you know, just going to the shops and maybe like going to check on the office and, and things like that. And, um, every time they've been super okay, just, just be nice and say on the way to the shops and seems to be okay. Thankfully, no arrests that I've heard of or any of the friends. It would be the worst time ever to get arrested now. Absolutely. Yeah, because then all of us, because then if it, all the popular press is to be believed, then you know, like 60% of it is of us are carrying it around and we don't even know about it. And then they arrest you, and then they test you, then they find out that you've got it passively, and then they stick you in a camp. <laughs> Fuck. Get bust right now, you do not want to get bust right now. I had a phone call today from somebody that was getting bust, and they were so scared. I've never heard anybody so scared in my life. And I don't think they would have been that scared before COVID. Uh, they simply added an element of panic and fear to the situation. I can't believe it. Oh, my word. I, I'm more worried about driving around with um, wine and, and uh, beers than, than I am with, with bikes. Right? I mean, it, it's slightly different because they've flat out banned wine, uh, well, alcohol, but they haven't sort of banned weed or am I maybe mistaken on that because I, I would have thought you can still have it in your there isn't a specific act that bans alcohol right I mean bans uh, cannabis none of this has been written yeah, in this. Go ahead. what you're saying almost sounds innocent because that's not how the police did the ideal situation is that you can have cannabis in a private space
in hindsight, it's very difficult to go back and, and get the exact details. But in that moment of the bus, people think differently. No matter how prepared you are, your thoughts are going to be different than what you think it would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and as you said, Charles, but knowing your rights, I mean, like, yeah, I've been on, on the receiving end of, of you know, some questionable policing and, uh, you know, knowing my, you know, if I had known my rights a bit more, you know, it wasn't bad, but that's one thing that I'll, I'll always regret is, you know, if, if you're going to be in the cannabis game and if you're going to be in the scene and, and whether you're doing, you know, you're selling equipment or if you're selling whatever, uh, make sure you know at least your basic minimum rights and, like, you know, feel the green. You've got to be a bit brave. The other yeah. day I had somebody that ran away and he just didn't hear the chorus. And if you do that, well, you all know where to know your rights now because your rights are known on version 12 of Know Your Rights and that is embedded into the Fields of Green website, fieldsofgreenforall.org.za. You'll find it all there. Um, Andy, we need to send you a bunch more stuff down for your studio. And you remember a million years ago when we came to your studio, Myrtle said, oh, shit, man, we got a load of posters and stuff for you. Do you remember that conversation? Well, like really good stoners. That was like eight months ago. Like really good stoners. We were telling the truth, but time and space has died, elongated. We have those posters, and I'm just looking at your crazy backdrop here on Zoom. It's worked out really well, man. It looks pretty good on Zoom. I think everybody should now put a... Every, all the crew should make a backdrop or something or other to, to match Andy's efforts tonight. It's pretty good, huh? <laughs> Andy, where can everybody find you online, bro? We've got time on our hands and all. Say again? <laughs> Say again, Joe? We've got the time on our hands. Well, you know... I can't believe it. Um, the, the day goes. Um, the, the day goes so quick with shit that needs doing. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm finding it really difficult to find. Hello. Now we've got someone else in the house. Look at this. Yo. There he is. Gareth Prince. Welcome to the. Andy, thank you so much. Andy, we've got an overlap of note here, but stick around if you want. Gareth, thank you so much for coming onto the show, brother. It's really good to see your face. Always a pleasure, Jules. Always. Yes, brother. Okay. Oh, good, I'm good, good mate. And how's it? And how's it been going um, in your part? Are you in? Uh, am I right in saying you're kind of in the Worcester area? Nah, I'm in uh, Simonstown, just uh -huh. uh, past Bishop. Right. I thought, okay. Oh, nice. All right. And you and you managed to you're with your family and you're in your home and you've been um, staying indoors just like the government told you to, yeah. <laughs> you know what? My life is a Rastafari. As as we be prepared me for this whole bullshit that I've just gone down, so I've been taking it in my stride. And don't you think it's just really delicious about this whole story about the tobacco and alcohol scene? And how it is with the tobacco and alcohol and how we have our rights as cannabis users. It must be doubly nice feeling for you, Gareth, after all the work you've put in. What goes around comes around, bro. 
how they can start to get a feeling of what we've been accustomed to for the past century. Away, away. Century's not even long enough. And have you been? Have you managed to be gathering? Have you managed any gatherings anywhere online, Gareth, between you and the brothers? Oh, well, not really, mate. I mean, like the uh, you know, in our community, cats uh, aren't like they just like me. Probably, we all a bunch of nutheads when it comes to technology, you know. So we just keep keeping it cool, man. Just texting and whatever, you know. All right, because um, we Myrtle and I were trying to work it backwards. When was the last time we saw you in person? And it was literally the last time we weren't locked down in South Africa because it was in East London at a conference. I, I remember now. We we both we That's both correct. In East London it was, yeah. We both spoke in East London, and then two days later, Myrtle and I went to Europe. And three weeks after that, we quarantined ourselves. And two weeks after that. Cyril quarantined us for weeks, and so you were the, the, the last time we met a human was you, and since then we've either been overseas or in the jazz farm. Quite amazing how time flies. I read, I read you guys managed to get out of out of Spain just in time, yeah. Yeah, I know we we were on the second last flight, and I, I can't imagine mm. actually being there now for the last five weeks because it's twenty to one to the dollar now. You need to be exporting all of that green gold now, bro. So let me tell you, let me ask you something, Gareth. Um, just before Christmas, there was that horrible story in Worcester with the police and the elder, and he did, and he died in police custody. That was Wellington, George. In Wellington, sorry, man. That's my, that's my, that's my Gauteng thing. Yeah, in Wellington. Tell me, is there any news about? That family, or is there, has there anything happened whatsoever about it? Nah, you know, I mean, like, as you would well know, that uh, IPAD has been tasked with investigating that particular thing, and you know, with all the bullshit that's been going around, and I mean, like, there's just been so many more cases during this lockdown of police brutality that that most probably is on the back burner, you know. It's still a hardcore level getting these people you know, to hold them to any level of account, because it would seem that our lives are just not worth it. Yes. Oh, God, when you say it like that, as a dull thud, when you just stop like that, it's right, mm -hmm. yeah, because it just doesn't matter to them, does it? That's that's the bottom line with it all. They're so preoccupied no, with everything it else. It definitely man. seems so. Yeah, I know, you're absolutely... I mean, like, if we just look what has happened now here, you know, I, I like to reflect on the fact that South Africa first in line when the universe handed out paradox and the paradoxes that's been going down during for the past month is just astounding mate but you know it's 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 probably the storm before the car you know because <laughs> it's not just going to go down before the cannabis industry rise to its full potential so in a strange way you find that this whole bullshit is setting the stage for us to arise like Phoenix from the ashes, mate. I like that. No, 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 no. Uh, talk dirty to me, brother. Talk yeah. dirty to me. That sounds about right to me. Uh, we we've had we've had some of these conversations in the last few weeks that they we're trying to angle some sort of common sense renaissance for the plant because um, there's so many um, there's so many things happening that, that cannabis could fit into. 
and Tony was on the program, Tony was on the show about a month ago, and he, he was discussing just seed, just the potential of seed for food, because soon people, people are already hungry, and it's only five weeks of lockdown, so what's it going to be like in a few months' time? So Myrtle and the crew have got, the, and Tony and Nick, who was on the show last week, we kind of got this plan formulating about an open letter to the president to say, literally, what the fuck? You have to cut to the chase now. We need, you need our help, President. You need us to rebuild this. Have you got any thoughts about that, Gareth? Do you want to join the tribe and march with a mask and, and a metre and a half between us all to Parliament? <laughs> you know, I'll definitely on that, mate. Seed is the future. You know, that is what we need to understand. And what Parliament has shown now that, you know, we can take drastic measures if we come together and if the need is there, we can do it. So, you know, this bullshit about it having to go through all of these bureaucratic angles, that's just what it is. It's pure bullshit. Seed. We need to get seed into the ground. We can't miss another planting season. And even though we'll have until September, they need to start putting those things in motion right now. Damn it, man. So, um... We've, uh, we'll, we need to drag in their feet until the last minute. It's urgent. Exactly. You know, I'm mean, that. You know, I'm mean, this whole situation, like I've said, you know, to a, it's been devastating, but it was indeed necessary. You know, there are times when, when we as, as a species, you know, for too long, we've just been thinking that we are invincible. And how ironic it is that, that this small, invincible species have brought us to our knees. And <coughs> to accept that there is a need for a new paradigm. And it has to be green if it's going to be sustainable, you know? And the fucking solution is right in front of us. So, have you gotten it? <coughs> so, let me ask you, Gareth, have you got an opinion about, um, about the way our government seems to be handling it with army and police and rules and curfews and jackboots <coughs> and threats and they're not actually handing out masks and telling everybody about nutrition and a balanced diet they're doing it a totally different way do you see much of that in your part of the world is there quite a heavy heavy presence going on fuck yeah <laughs> I mean, the Cape Town has been a military state for months before the lockdown you know what I'm saying and that has just simply Increase. I mean, we've seen countless uh, incidents on, on on the news and in the media of police, ill-disciplined, poorly trained police having to deal with this whole situation. And man, they've made a royal balls up of this whole thing. You know, so the military-industrial complex is slowly, slowly trying, you know, to get a footing into our lives. But indeed, I think civil society. Is gonna is gonna rise up from this whole thing, mate. And cannabis is, is definitely going to lead the way. You know, I'm mean, gonna we, we simply need to refuse. But then you ask yourself, I'm mean, like, how do we go about this now? You know, we all fucking locked inside, I'm mean, gonna on this false paradigm. But you know, seeds grow in silence. <laughs> Where it's trees fall with a bang. <laughs> oh, no, I like that one. But Buzz, write that one. Buzz, write that one into your next blog post. That's a great one. Seeds grow in silence. It is. It really is. 
I'm sure we've got your support all the way on that one, Gareth. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do a big push on our petition uh, to try and get it up to forty thousand. Hi, ma'am. That's what luck to know. This is my personal stuff. This my personal ganja. It's not bought or sell. And I. I don't worry, you can take a video. What can apply to you? What, what can apply to the Africans? Because we're going to need them very, very soon. Yes, you can book people home. Indeed. Clothes, you know what is also, Joe? I don't think that this is something is like this. We have an opportunity now where we can do it right from the start. You know, but it's, it's no use that we are going to proudly embrace a hard truth. You know, we need to accept the reality that is what's going to make South Africa work. Stop this bullshit about us having to import seed when we have the potential to be a major, the major seed producer in the world. Let us start growing seed, man. Let us start extracting the oil. Let us start feeding the kids. Let us start healing the nation. Cannabis for the healing of the nation, bros. That's, it. That's it. exactly what it is. Uh, let me chat, let me ask you another question um, from around the country, uh, Gareth. So uh, last week we asked the question on the poll what it was like with prices. Uh, has the price gone up? Has it stayed the same, or has it gone down because it's harvest time? And I think sixty percent of the people who voted said the prices started going up. I think that was the thing last week. Sixty percent of the people, the price had gone up. What's it like in your part of the world for the price of ganja with this latest harvest? being in the mix, but with all the cops and the lockdown and everything else. You know, prices have gone down. Down. I mean, I got my side most definitely, you know, because because of all this time and people that have been, you know, there are hundreds and thousands of people in this country that sell cannabis, even though they're illegal. You know, they sell it. And they've been saying that, well, sales have become more difficult because it's quite understandably, folks got guns they got their own. You know, but prices in Cape Town, mate, is coming down. Interesting stuff, eh? Is that why? It, that's why. That's kind of why we did it. 
So kind of why we did it, just so the prices would drop, because the prices have been crazy. And it's so super cool to know that there are loads of people out there growing their own weed for a time like this. Yo, mate, I mean, the fact that I that plant, the fact that I could be with my babies, you know, see them through to the end, dry them, trim them. On 420, I harvested my first plant, man. I was so oh. stoked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't even plan it like that. I harvested my first batch. They've been dried, and fuck, I am well pleased, man. <laughs> it's brilliant. So what have you got? Yeah, you know, look, I'm sure Gary, you know. I harvested my first one, my first harvest ever this year, so she's in cure. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're doing now. They're giving them the cure. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right there, Ras Warren. Respect to the elder Gareth, more fire. No, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what I think. I see Krithi Thaver's on the thread as well. Krithi, good to see you, matey. Haven't seen you on the thread for a while. Welcome from Durban. Um, All right. Yo, kudos to that, to that video we just did, mate. Powerful stuff, man. I hope the powers at BC that shit. Which one? Well, let's hope so. No, Krithi just did a video now that I've sat been doing around on WhatsApp. Oh, okay. Very nice compilation. Uh, I'm gonna go on what cannabis can do post COVID 19. Oh, uh, okay. Krithi, send me the drop me the link here now onto this phone. If you're still watching, drop me the link to that on the phone. We'll see how we get on. Um, so, Gareth, you know, um, it's very difficult. Like you say, you mentioned keeping things current. There's not much cannabis news around. I mean, you heard Charles talking about some busts here and there and the cops taking chances looking for cold drink money. But um, we're, we're going to put this letter together to government. But what are your plans for the future? I know it's difficult sitting in lockdown, but what are your immediate thoughts of how we get, say, t give me like a six-month period, through the winter and out the other side. Have you got anything in the pipeline that you're formulating? Oh, yes. But the first <laughs> thing is, folks, this summer when they start easing up these regulations is... Government need to push through pilot projects. That is something that they have as part of their executive powers. They need to, at least, I mean, the, the idea is candy farms in each province for pilot projects where we can do the different for seed, for fiber, for flowers. Uh, that's the type of project that we need to have something that we can start doing when planting season starts because we're going to need a couple of months of preparation <coughs> in order to do that. So the focus must be on getting plants into the soil. I mean, like, that's how we heal the environment. That's how we heal the economy. So COVID-19, you know, in, before COVID-19, you find that they could have said, yeah, but we could do this, yeah, we could do that. Now they are desperately looking for anything that is going to assist them going forward. And we've got a very viable solution here, something that is quite simplistic, that is not require technological innovation or a lot of investment. However, there is money. We've seen now they just got 500 
fucking brilliant. Yeah, he's the man he's available in order to do these things. And what we require is yeah. not a lie at all. So the main focus must be pressure on these fuckers that got our tax monies in order for them to start directing it where it should be to a sustainable program for the healing of the nation in all spheres. You know, we've, right. we've made tremendous material advancement over the past 100 years, but we've lacked morally, we've lacked spiritually, and that is where we need to catch up, and cannabis is going to assist us to do that. You know, so the focus must be on using what we have to get what we want. Well, well, and the ones that are in charge of our resources, they are the ones that must get this message. And they are the ones that need to get their act together. The cannabis community is out there. You know that, you know, also so we're ready to move, but you know, they just need to call upon us. They are the ones that need to unlock <coughs> our treasures. It's so good to hear your positivity, man. That's, that's yeah. our plan for the, for the future. All right, well, it's really, really, really good to hear your positivity like that. I needed an injection of that because sometimes I get a bit jaded with it, with drug policy in general. Not so much weed, but the whole big picture of drug policy and just how it's just control and manipulation at the highest level of geopolitics. But when you put it simply like you do and you've never changed your tune, it's really cool to hear you saying it again, time and time again, uh, uh, Gareth, because, you know, in the last three, four months, I've heard you speak probably four times in big events. Remember, we did Namibia together. Uh, you did the big Canatech stage, uh, East London, that big conference. So it'll be great to be in a place with you at the same time, doing the same thing again. And I'm sure we'll see you on the airwaves somewhere. And um, thank you very much for coming on the show at extremely short notice today. Noted. So thank you for being ultra flexible to help us out with a slot. And um, we really uh, send blessings from the Hotbox Show to Gareth and family. And stay safe from those guys in the khaki pants, Brew, because they're psychos. Whoa. What did I lose there? Well, something just completely lost there. I lost the whole, something's dropped, yeah. Good, stay safe. Cool, yeah, cool, yeah, see you. See you, Gary, thanks a lot, man. I don't know what happened to my camera then. Yes, it's always so super cool. Thank you, <laughs> Sweet. Yes, guys. Thank you very much, Gareth. Cool, man, great to hear your voice again. Wow, what a suit, Chester's. I needed that piece of, um, I needed that positive talk. It's quite difficult to stay positive sometimes. Very really. inspiring, I must say. Yeah, very inspiring. Really I mean, like you said as well, we've got all the systems ready to be put in play. Well, they've been in play since Prohibition started anyway. And yeah, just leave us, the, the whole gist of what the open letter is, don't change anything, just trust us. Yes. Give us a couple of years to just show you the, the sky's not going to fall in because if the sky was going to fall in, we'd be in lockdown like this. So I don't know. Fucking right, man. It's like that. Some positivity, you know what I was saying? <laughs> what do we have to lose, man? The more trees we plant, the better is our ability to get rain. And rain is always a healing, man.
Yeah, you can do nothing without it. Let me, I didn't even know you were still there, Gareth. Let me ask you another question, seeing he's still there. Did you see a report this week from Madagascar? The president of Madagascar has bottled uh, Artemisia. And in, I can't remember what it's called I in Zulu. You check it. What do you call it in Zulu? Lagun, Laguna? Lagunda? Lacunda? Shit, it's called Artemisia. I don't know what they call it in there. All right, well, it's a... It's a Bola house in Cape Town. Well, you, everybody, every backyard in Cape Town. Bola house. Right. So this guy... We used to grow up with that, mate. Well, the president of Madagascar has bottled it and he's giving it to the population to cure the virus. So the bottom line is, you know, everything we need to stay healthy is around us. Everything's frozen out, I think. That has always been the philosophy of the First Nation peoples all over the world. Although nature might at times present us with severe challenges, the solution to those challenges are always within her. You know, and that's, that's the beauty of life. You know, I mean, and I say to a large extent, South Africans, I mean, we've, we've been in preparation for something like this, you know, man. So it's just a beautiful butterfly that's going to evolve, you know, like from this whole Christmas after this, mate. Gareth, thanks a lot for that, man. The butterfly and the chrysalis story. <laughs> well, I hope he's right. I think we got quite, you know, uh, one thing here, Cyril's like got a Superman thing above here, but below, when you can't see under the table, is like army boots and pants and shit, and it's like this... <clears throat> double-edged sword of of stories going on at the moment anyway thank you so much gareth buzz what was that poll again one love, one love. buzz what was that poll again uh so the poll this week folks is what are you going to do on your first day of freedom are you going to get out go somewhere anywhere going to get some takeaways so tired of damn cooking, or you're gonna play it safe and still stay at home. And then just some thoughts there on uh, Gareth Prince. It's good to hear he's got Mo Fire in him still, but he brings up a very, very valid point. Is you know things are gonna be tough for the nation after all this COVID stuff. But really, maybe it is an opportunity that we've got nothing to lose by making uh, the cannabis industry less inhibited to get into and removing a lot of the barriers to entry so that it's who knows maybe it's a bit of a hail mary jane <laughs> it's finally our time to get rid of the licenses concept <coughs> no i just and let free it be up the whole thing. yeah free up the whole yeah. thing just let it be hang on i'm just doing i think it's high time they do that i can't see any reason why they can't accept basically the chinese who lent them the money will go, are you fucking joking? We don't like that shit. The only shit the Chinese like is Chinese weed. We'd, so, Full of heavy metal I bet you there'll be something in, in geopolitics in the big picture, Cyril's beholden to whoever had the billions that he was talking about at the last lockdown special. Because last week, what happened last week? We were, didn't the president speak while we were transmitting last week? No. Right. no. Right after, as soon as we finished the... Right after. That's when they announced that there was going to be levels. 
levels. Levels of um, going off into at least half a generation and so long you'll never remember what it was like before. That... Is he on tonight? I wish you could see this. I don't know, I don't think so. There's loads of people on throughout the day about education and things like that. I've ignored all of it, I don't know. Yeah, look, I'm, I, I remember weeks ago reading a post from uh, uh, an, an African lady who was holed up in China as a teacher, and she was writing a blog and she was saying, you know, at the end of the day, you won't even notice the mask. And social media and stuff, it'll take such a back seat and it'll just be whatever because you've got other things to do. And I've kind of got to that after three weeks. You see, I don't really do any news much anymore. I get, I get it. I get what the story is and I get my rights are being taken away from me every fucking week at eight o'clock. More, more of my rights are taken away from me. That's the bit that I get. But as yet, I still haven't seen any mayhem around enough to keep me in my fucking house from 8 o'clock at night till 5 in the morning. Mm. Don't know, maybe it's me. They've actually added added things now. So it's gone down to level 4, but we've got a curfew and there's, there's a whole new... Yeah. Anyway. Like level 5.2. There was a couple of really funny um, uh, smuggling stories this week. Did you see the guy with the coffin and the guys with the potatoes? Oh, the bus. Mm. Yeah, roadblock stuff. Transporting big amounts from A to B. And he had, like, um, pockets of potatoes, but huge bales of weed. It was like one pocket of potatoes <laughs> covered tons and tons of weed. So I don't know whether he was the decoy for the 16-wheeler. I'm not quite sure. But um, there's definitely quite a lot of weed getting transported. And the weed after they got the vehicle to the police station. That's not what they impounded the vehicle for. Oh, <laughs> because he didn't have an essential permit. Oh, they were unloading, then they found the weed. No kidding, shit, I didn't know that. Okay, fuck, okay, I didn't realize that at all. And then the um, and then the other guys that were smuggling in a coffin. Which is nothing new, but we haven't yeah. actually, we haven't had that one for a while. It's a few years since we've seen the coffin thing. And I don't think even then it was in uh, South Africa. I reckon I was in a, I was like in uh, Mozambique somewhere or Malawi perhaps. But to have a coffin story in South Africa is pretty cool. I was figuring it must have been weed that um, Dan would, would have smoked a lot because he's always coughing. <laughs> it's just sorry. <laughs> a better, a whole lot better from this lockdown. It's good. Really? Are you? Are you, are you never used to put a mix in it. You're, you're not a tobacco person, are you? No. Dan. No, not 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 unless it calls for it. For you know, people if people are around me and they're like, "Oh, can you put mix in the joint?" I really do object. And then I I I either get spiked with a joint that has mix in it because I don't really ask for. Yeah, that's about it. But I prefer no. I prefer no mix. Yeah. Okay. Um, I must admit, in the last, since the lock, you get get in the routine of the lockdown, and you know that it'll like it, the, you know, flatten the curve and shit. I've been smoking more in the last week or so, two weeks, than I've done for long, because it's like the pressure's off somehow, somehow, somewhere. There's nobody watching. 
Yeah, look at the pictures of that bus there in the bucket. <laughs> the bus that the underneath the potatoes in the back. He fucking hell. <laughs> Christ, what a story. So, um, can you go operate Instagram? Yeah, nice one, Control. I don't know whether, um, Gareth, did you happen to notice that we did a live stream of uh, D-Day the other day, or last Saturday, we did a whole bunch of musicians that were meant to be playing at our fundraiser. We did like a six-hour live stream. That was a lot of fun. Ah, oh, no, sorry, I didn't get that one, mate. Okay, well, if you go to... I didn't go. Oh, very well, no, it was watched by quite a few people, and it's there, it's like... I think it's coming up to 4,000 views now. It's set in stone. It's on the Ducker Couples YouTube channel. And it's a bunch of local bands. And uh, the crew made some twizzly bits and stuff. And um, they did really well. It looked very professional. And then two-thirds of the way through the gig, we forgot to load data. The whole show stopped because I had to load more, more data. Say that again. How did you guys pull that off during lockdown? Well, we just did this, exactly like this, but um, we oh, set it, we set it up, and we kind of choreographed it a bit more, and um, yeah, we pulled it off. It looks quite slick. It's okay. The crew oh, did it. Virtual, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, totally. The whole thing. I'm sat here, and uh, Joe joined me. We saw Joe and I saw each other for the first time in ages. Dan pulled in briefly. Buzz lives on the same property as all of us, so he pulled in briefly. So uh, we were all in the same place doing social distancing, sort of, but all smoking our own weed. Because, like, sharing joints is, woo, fuck. It's like drinking and driving. Oh, I didn't even know the, the, the new boo boo. Yeah, like, it's like. It's the same, it's like. Hey, these beer mongers, they just want to get us all hyped up, you know, but for crying out loud. I agree. Um, I've been wondering, uh, how is, how's Myrtle's, um, how is Myrtle been coping with, uh, with being without Sigis? Well, Myrtle has been... It must have been a challenging time for most people during this time, yeah? Yeah, yeah, no, it's on, it's on her mind, for sure, where to get the next lot, because they've done pretty well, Gareth, they've managed to score some cigarettes, I mean, we are in the underground all of our lives, we kind of know how it operates, so... <laughs> She got some cigarettes, but then everyone thought that they were home and dry. Tomorrow's like they're going to get all, everyone's going to get tobacco narcosis tomorrow at about 8 o'clock in the morning. But then, of course, then the health ministry decided not to. So it's a little bit edgy again. So we, everyone's starting to readjust and make a plan. But you know what? Money talks and you'll get whatever you want on the black market, as you know. Yeah, that's all right. Now, my thoughts are with her. Thank you. Why aren't your thoughts with me? I live with her. I will, man. I'm sure she's watching in the background there somewhere along the line. Cool, man. All right, what we're going to go now, what we're going to go and do now is Insta my gram because, again, I, watched, I looked at this earlier on. Um, Earlier on this afternoon, there's, there's some absolutely epic weed in the, um, in the mix again. Um, Gareth, are you on, you're just on your phone, yeah? You're just watching your phone. That's right. Okay, man, don't worry, okay? Because I, I need this on a big screen. So, um, 
Who would like, Joe, are you in, in a position to pick this week's Instamigram? Have you got a screen you can see? I've got a screen I can see, but there's a lag. So I think between the two of you in the yeah, studio, okay. I should, should stick with it so it can be live. Yeah, I reckon. That's the only way to do it. Sorry, Here we go. All right, well, Dale's doing the driving over at the... Okay, well, we're going to do some... We're going to do some bud porn now because every week, as you know, Instagram uh, has a winner. And this is people's grows that are coming I through. We've got over 7,800 posts on the hashtag. Well, I think there's another 200 this week. I, could, I, I didn't actually get to the bottom of it. But look at these things running through. What there is actually uh, is a heck of a lot of um, ads and stuff picking up on the on the on the actual thread itself because of the exposure you see that there uh, uh, Dale how did he know that dab on the right how did he know there you go look at that have a look at that a minute the fingerprints you know, big so green Buddha is that like a is that somebody's thumbprint yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a 1080p thumbprint on that as they squidged it onto the stick <laughs> nice picture though Great looking stuff. Shit. How are we doing there? What's that dab like? Uh, Africana Select. That is a really nice shot as well. Well, and on it goes. Everyone's uh, using Mantis bags now. Right? Yeah, the Mantis bags are really popular. There is a Mantis bag. What about that triked up there, those leaves there that you've got the mouse over now? That. Fuck. Rook ye boom. Uh, Joe, do you remember Rook ye boom? That rings a bell. Oh, I have actually. They have one before. Yeah, I. It's past. Um, they, they, they're eligible to win again. It's been longer than three months. Okay, I don't have that. Uh, I have my list of me. Yeah. I just didn't put anyone last week. Oldies, the coffee dudes. There weren't oldies who put up the that, the CBD thing that CBD cures COVID and, it, and the little print it said uh, April Fool. Wasn't that the same thing? No, dude? that was Blackweed Nation. Oh, uh, was that Blackweed Nation? Okay. What you got there? There's a cool. There's another rook. They yay boom. There's a. Okay, it's a sign. Nice. Look at that frosty thing there. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this. Is I saw Artois put this up as well. Just have a look at that one again, please. You check that. What do you reckon of that, Dale? Look how white that is. I mean, is that like a pit? Is that Photoshop or is that a frosty nug? Is that possible? It does happen with pigment sometimes. Does it? Yeah. I don't know. It's quite a frosty nug. I'll do that. What's that? Jesus, look at that. J420 Herb. Yeah. Okay, we're getting close to the end from 
There's the show from last Thursday, Saturday. Whoa. Sure. Um, Dan, have you tagged the Hotbox show this week? I've had no, no pics this week. <coughs> oh, no, I thought I saw a couple of pics on your thread that were um, quite epic. Okay. Fair that. Gerber? That's it, right. Okay, so now there's... Um... Yeah, uh, remember everybody, we're going to go at the poll in a minute. So the poll is what you're going to do with your newfound Cyril freedoms. Cyril says go. What are you going to do? Just go for the hell of going and just go somewhere anywhere? Or are you going to go straight to steers and load up? Or are you just going to take it easy and carry on with what you're doing? Take it easy, put the mask on, stay indoors and do another rerun of Netflix. Three choices. What? Poll is it going to be tonight? What are you going to do, Joe? Well, I know for 100% sure tomorrow we are getting pizza from our local pizza place, Angelo's, because they're allowed to deliver until 8pm. Um, and I think we're generally just going to stick to this sort of staying at home vibe. It's keeping my mom safe, you know? Yeah. Um, we're still trying to get the chemo out of her body. Right. So... Yeah. And you, Buzz, are you... Um, I'm actually enjoying this time at home with my family and with my kids. I, I love my boys. Um, I'm loving spending this time with them. So, yeah. I know, I'm I know. happy to stay locked down a little bit. But they must just give us... They must stop treating us like children. They must open the building centres. They must open the gardening fucking centres. Yeah, right. We are to be growing our own food right now. Um, I think we're okay for Stupid things like that. And you, um, and you, Buzz, where are you going to go munching and grazing and load up on a bunch of ribs and six triple decker uh, Rocco Mamas or something? Uh, if only, yeah. Uh, no, I'm still going through physio and all that kind of stuff, so I'm just going to pretty much still be at home. Not going to lie, I am missing the takeaways and uh, hanging out with friends and drying and that a bit. Even missing a cold beer. But, no, I think I'm still just going to keep my head home for a minute. Okay, and Dan, what are you craving? Anything? Uh, you know, I thought I'd be craving takeaways and stuff, as, but I actually am not really craving it that much. Um, so, you know, I just think it's more about just socializing with the mates. I'm more of a... I'm a, I'm a social person at times, I like to be with my mates, you know, so it'd be good to go and hang out and do what you used to do and we'll carry on as we were, but, um, yeah, I'm not really craving anything really, eh? I'm, I'm also good at home, sitting at home with my, with my, with my kid, with my girl, <clears throat> loving it, good. Excellent. Building quality relationships, actually, it's quite a different thing that's happened to everybody, I think it's either brought people closer or it's really shown brought the, the other person out in the other person and they can make the decision after this very very clearly well talking about very clearly yeah. have you noticed the atmosphere i'd looked across from the top of lanceria airport on the ridge on the bat on the dirt road today 
you could see more than I remember after 30 years of being at Lanseria near an airport. Mm -hmm. I could see I could see the windows of Ponte glinting, not just a, a like a, a cylinder of a, a building. You could actually see the relief and the form in the low light. You could see Joburg twinkling. It was pretty awesome, eh? So I think we've um, we've definitely got a poll result, but first of all, I think we've got an Instamigram. Dale's decided that it's going to be um, carrying on from what Gareth was saying about this being the COVID being the seed of. Um, oh no, no, is he going for the thumbprint? Are you going for the thumbprint? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That one's pretty. Yeah, two ones. So we figure that this one's going to carry on from what Gareth was saying about this can be the, the silver lining from the, the COVID story. Rook, yay, boom. You've um, won this week's uh, Hotbox show Insta My Grand Prize, which will be a very, very funky T-shirt of something we've collected as swag along the way. So if you can DM the Hotbox show on Instagram and we get the deets from you, and then uh, thank you to absolutely everybody else. Look at all this thing going through on the stream now. I mean, look at the quality of all of these things going on. And it was Buzz who had this crazy idea about a year ago. And now there's nearly 8,000 posts. So we created the monster, that's for sure. Very lucky to see. It's a cool thing. That is a healthy looking plant. Okay, let's um, do the poll and get the hell out of here. What are you doing on your first day of freedom? Going somewhere or anywhere? Getting takeaways or playing it safe still? 56% of you are hanging out, playing it safe still. You're all just going to keep parking off because it suits you. Takeaways, yeah, well, 26% of people want takeaways. I wouldn't mind uh, somebody serving me some food. Um, I got sick of restaurants very quickly in my travels last year. I'm over the weight, but uh, to go and get like a full-on fat English breakfast and a whole bunch of strong tea somewhere for my English genetics. So getting takeaways, 26% and 19% going somewhere anywhere. So good poll, Buzz. That's a nice one. So it's quite a split. It's like um, uh, 56, 26, and 19. Most people... Wait, but that's just the Facebook results. That's it's the Facebook. The results. Let's see if we got YouTube coming through. Whoa, YouTube is going somewhere, anywhere. Yeah, I see it. Thanks for reminding Completely me, Joe. Different. Completely different. How's that? You know that <laughs> the, the stats of both of the mediums are completely different when it comes to live streaming. D-Day was totally different. Who was on it, where they yeah. came from. Everything is totally different about the two platforms. 75% of people are going somewhere, anywhere. And 50-50, getting takeaways and playing it safe are the remainder. So definitely people have got cabin fever. They've been watching a lot of YouTube of late. So the YouTubers are dying to get out. But the guys on Facebook, they're quite happy to play it safe. I mean, I'm not the biggest party person, but I, I can't wait for a door. Like some good house music. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you yeah, there. Yeah, a bit groovy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We had some loud music on the other day. And I, all I thought was... Um, hitting a trans dance floor with Warren somewhere <laughs> in a forest with a 16-inch bass. That's what I need. I need <laughs> a few hundred mics 
I need a two-day binge, and I need to just put my head down yes. and get my nose completely full of sand and shit. Yes. That is one thing that I think is in this room is a good fucking stomp somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want to know. All right, well, um, I'm sure we'll, you know, as soon as we're allowed to have people around and we can raise our, well, we'll open, we'll open the door of the jazz farm and see what happens next. Um... Boys and girls, I don't know how we did it, but that's a one and a half hour show tonight. We did pretty good, huh, for people stuck in arbitrary little boxes on a screen? Not bad at all. Uh, <laughs> so, um, um, I won't see you before tomorrow, so enjoy coming out of lockdown and eating and drinking or doing whatever you want to do i hope it ends up being a builder's warehouse for you or we're in an, a really groovy incense i must admit i could do with an arbitrary thing like an incense shop fuck first world problems what else anything else guys should we get the hell out of here everything's always going to be available it's just harder to get yeah, and harder to drive around with yeah, stuff. Look, it's not exactly the end of lockdown. It's just leveling down from five to four. We're still going to get to three and then to two. And then, like, everything is normal, normal at one. They're fucking with our so heads. It's going to take a while. So it's not the end of lockdown. No. It's just we've unlocked walking and takeaways. See how much criminal activity they've created, though. Cigarettes yeah. is just one thing. So, hang on a minute. So, we can go. You can get fast food, but you can only have it delivered. Is that how it is? Yeah, you can't even go through yes. the drive through. That's what it is. Ah. But what about us lot styling on the plots with loads and loads of ground to run around in? We're now being prejudiced because we don't have home deliveries because we live on a plot that we can run and round and round and round and round on. So that just goes to show that you, can, that you can. It just goes to show that you can't have it all. But every Thursday yeah. at seven o'clock in the evening, you can have it all on the Hotbox Show. And next week's it's episode one hundred and thirty-two, and we're going to go whizzing around the world again. Next week, uh, we're planning to be on the west coast of America and Mexico, and in South Africa somewhere, guys. Thank you for putting up with the show and giving up your precious COVID time. I know you could have been doing something completely different, but you weren't. So, good to see you in your little boxes again, guys. And from... Stay safe and who's happy. Yeah. And from the crew and from the crew that is mastering all of this over there in Irene, 30Ks away, we love you, man. I don't know how you do it some of the time because all of this is getting done in another town. We're just sitting here remotely. I don't know how he does that <laughs> shit. It's pretty awesome, huh? Eh? Yeah. Pretty far out. Anyway, thanks for a great show, guys. And you guys sitting at home, um, locking yourself down, salivating at the thought of some steers ribs. I wish you the best tomorrow in the lockdown frenzy. It'll be like fucking Black Friday out of there, but with masks. Okay. Hotbox show's out of here. Thank you, guys. Love you lots. Bye. <laughs> Oh, my God.